the skincare world is like a minefield. There's always a new product, there's always a new gadget coming out. It's hard to know which products are actually non-toxic and are going to deliver powerful outcomes. Don't worry, I've got you covered. From a list of over 250 skincare, hair care, makeup, hair, skin, nail supplements, grooming supplies, dribble rollers, and dermal rolling serums, I've got you covered. All of these products are pre-vetted by me and are free of parabens, salate sulfates, artificial dyes, and fragrances. Head on over to the shop page at theschoolofradiance.com. If you'd like some customized guidance, which I highly recommend, be sure to book your one-on-one -on -one session. Use promo code PODCAST15, and I look forward to connecting with you over at theschoolofradiance.com. Enjoy today's episode on the School of Radiance podcast. Welcome to the Rachel Varga podcast. I'm your host, Rachel Varga, double board certified aesthetic nurse specialist since 2011 with over 20,000 rejuvenation procedures performed. I'm an international clinical trainer for other physicians and nurses as well, celebrity skin expert, having been featured on some of the world's top proactive aging podcasts and much, much more. Learn more at rachelvarga.ca and enjoy today's episode. Welcome, welcome, welcome to today's episode on the Rachel Varga podcast. Thrilled to have you joining me here today. And in true Rachel Varga podcast fashion, be sure to save and download this episode on your smartphone or your computer. And so you can consume this content more safely and make sure that you turn Bluetooth off and don't use those pesky Bluetooth headsets, which are giving you a pretty not so great dose of non-ionizing radiation. All right, let's get into it. In today's episode, we are going to focus on circadian rhythm balancing tips and tricks and ways to optimize our light exposure in a more positive way. There's a lot of not so true information out there on blue blockers and all these different coatings that our optometrists can put on our glasses, you know, that I've been using for many, many years. But there are there's more to know there are advancements. And it's just crazy how light can impact our aging process and also even mess with things like our blood sugars, our hormones, our mitochondria. And if you think about it, light is the most unadulterated source of energy that we get access to. And the lighting that we're getting exposed to inside through artificial lighting is actually aging us. There's a lot of things in our world these days that are great for convenience but actually are not very good for us. And something as simple as if you have LEDs in your home, I do recommend you switch out those LED lights to something more like a halogen light. And yeah, I have a halogen all over my home. It creates a much more golden glow. It's much more pleasing on the eyes as that full spectrum of light. And that's one of the simple things that you can start to do to biohack your home and your office life. And if you're curious about some of my nine keys to healthy skin and slowing cellular aging, be sure to check out the description in this episode and head on over to rachelvarga.ca slash slow aging for that free guide. We have someone very exciting joining us here today. We have Rudy Nassif hanging out with us. And you probably heard me talk about the Women's Biohacking Conference. And uh, Rudy was there as one of the few gentlemen speakers. There's actually a couple of you. And we connected. So I have a lot of fun 
taking part in these summits where I like to learn just a ton and also get access to new speakers and experts and guests and really rad humans to have on the show to help you out. And in the process, I get to learn a lot as well. So let me tell you about today's guest. We have Rudy Nassim here. And he is an engineer, Nassif. Rudy is an engineer, health entrepreneur, and founder of the company Viva Rays. Now, there is a link in the description for you to get a special discount on your Viva Rays. I'm wearing them right now. I love them. They're actually probably one of the most stylish, stylish uh, blue blockers and uh, glasses I've ever tried and use promo code Varga for special savings. Viva Rays offers the most advanced circadian light therapy lenses for better sleep and energy. As a child, Rudy was diagnosed with ADHD. Growing up, he turned into a night owl, often feeling depressed, fatigue, and disoriented. Maybe not even having quite landed. A lot of us are feeling that way. We're not very grounded these days. There's all this tech around us and this, that, and the other thing happened in the world. So anything we can do and and access in our lives to help us be more grounded will just in general help us with every aspect of our body mind spirit and energy after trying many different diets supplements and healing modalities nothing seemed to work seven years ago his depression and anguish became unbearable so he left his job as an engineer to embark on a worldwide journey of learning about himself and nature Rudy's experiences transformed his health and life. His quest to understand this transformation and to help others led him to study light, quantum biology, and the circadian rhythm. Thus, Viva Rays was born. Rudy has been educating thousands of healthcare practitioners and doctors about quantum biological effects of light and helping them optimize their personal as well as their patients' well-being. He is on a mission to elevate people's light environment to a whole new level of alignment with nature in order to live an optimal rhythm, improving their sleep, energy, focus, and higher productivity. And of course, I'm always hyper-focused and interested on that angle and lens, no pun intended, on how we can optimize our skin and slow our cellular aging. Welcome, 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 Rudy Nassif. How are you today? I'm doing wonderful. It's a pleasure being present with you, Rachel. It's great to have you on the show. As soon as I heard you talk in that uh, speaker panel at the Women's Biohacking Conference, I knew that we had to connect. And it's just so cool connecting with like-minded individuals these days, especially when you're a biohacker, it can be like, and you're on this health journey, can sometimes be a little bit isolating. So isn't that nice for you as well to be part of these summits? Yeah, it's so great to connect with like-minded people and to learn new things, uh, share opinions, discuss, sometimes agree, sometimes disagree. But in the process of agreeing and disagreeing, there's so much learning and excitement. Absolutely. And again, thank you so much, Rudy, for shipping me uh, your Viva Rays. And I'd like you to tell everybody the difference with these products that the products that you make compared to some of the other blue blockers. These ones are definitely the most stylish. I will 100% give you that. Um, I feel quite pretty and stylish in this because a lot of biohacking stuff isn't really made for the ladies. It's kind of a bit more geared to the gents. So thanks for making a great product here. So yeah, tell us absolutely. about who are you? What is your story? What made you create your amazing company and product Viva Rays? Yeah, definitely. So um, my story actually began when I was a little kid at school. And ever since I was in the classroom, I felt 
really awful. I would have uh, debilitating headaches, uh, inability to focus, and a lot of agitation. And my intuition always led me to leave the classroom, and I found myself outdoors bathing in sunlight. I didn't know why at the time. However, my teachers got really annoyed, and I was diagnosed with ADHD at, at a very early age. Uh, as a kid, I didn't know what that mean, but the way my environment was treating me was signaling to me something that something was lacking in me. <laughs> so um, that was a little bit heavy to, to deal with. And um, I carried that label for a while until I entered to university. And by the time I was at university, I would say that a lot of my inner genius and exaltation and inner light has already been dimmed so much that I wasn't recognizing it anymore. And during that period of time, I was trying to fit in like everyone else. I would um, stay up very late, feeling super wired and stimulated, studying at night, to then wake up the following morning, lacking the energy, motivation, and focus. And eventually, as I lived my life like this, day after day, I started feeling deep depression, chronic fatigue, and complete disorientation. And this was actually really sabotaging my professional life as an engineer. Even my relationship felt like a roller coaster. But also at the age of 22, when I'm supposed to be at my peak in terms of memory and cognition, I was really struggling with studying and, and uh, reading books. Anytime I would read a book, I would feel like I need a nap after 15 minutes. And from that early young age, I felt like I'm aging like really fast. So as you may imagine, I was desperately looking for a solution. So I started a long journey of experimenting with so many different diets. And to be honest with you, Rachel, I tried all existing diets on earth. And I was taking so many different supplements. I was seeing some holistic practitioners as well. I started learning about meditation, doing physical exercise techniques. And while all of these acted as a great foundation for myself, unfortunately, I was still stuck with the same cycle of feeling super wired that night and very stimulated uh, and very depressed and lacking the energy the following morning. Now, one particular event in my life changed all of this. I was in Canada, and I decided to go on a rural farm in Quebec, camping for six weeks. And during this trip, I was sleeping in my tent. I was only exposed to sunlight during the day and fire and candlelight during the evening. I had no electric lighting, no Wi-Fis, no EMFs. And at the time, I didn't know what all these meant. However, the fascinating thing is that within a matter of three days, something miraculous happened. For the first time in my life, I started winding down before the sunset, feeling super mellow and relaxed, even imaginative. And I would sleep shortly after the sunset to then wake up before the sunrise for the first time in my life, feeling rested, energized, and motivated. And that was a very interesting, but also emotional event in my life because truly I was feeling dead from the inside. 
And for me to feel alive again within a matter of three days, it was, whoa, what happened? And I was trying to understand. I didn't change my diet. I didn't take supplements. And I was exercising and meditating in the same way. But to my exaltation, I accepted it and I, I kept going. And I was really so enchanted because I was farming outside all day, dancing, cooking, hiking, swimming in lakes. And I was accomplishing in a 24-hour period more than I would in, in a year, literally. Unfortunately, though, this exaltation didn't last very long because when my farming trip ended, I flew back to Toronto in, in Canada. And within a matter of few weeks, I was very surprised to find myself falling into my old terrible routine of staying up late again and waking up feeling depressed and chronically fatigued. And at this point, I was trying to understand, like, how could I go from one extreme to the other? And I decided to go and do Vipassana meditation, which is a 10-day retreat uh, while you sit in silence. And during those 10 days, I had one question written upon my heart, which is, what happened? How could it be possible? And I had an intuition that was my light environment. It was a strong impulse. And to me, as an engineer, it didn't make any sense because I was trained to look at light as something superficial that makes vision possible and that has nothing to do with health. Regardless, I went with my intuition and I started studying more about circadian rhythms, quantum biology, and light. And what I learned is something fascinating. I learned that we are actually light beings. And this is something I knew as a kid. Even Albert Einstein told us through his law of relativity, E equals mc squared, E is light, m is mass, and c is velocity, that light and matter are exactly the same thing. And that light is continuously being transformed into matter. When light slows down, we create things of mass. And this equation, when I started to understand it at a deeper level and understanding its implication on, on, on my biology and on my life, it absolutely transformed everything. And it transformed the way I was looking and perceiving reality. And light, actually, there's no one aspect of our biology that is not deeply impacted by light. The quality of light, the light that enters our eyes will affect the quality of our sleep, our wakefulness, our focus, our productivity, our mood. And unfortunately, the world that we live in today is bombarding us with, with junk artificial light that is much different than the nutritious, healthy, full-spectrum sunlight that we have evolved under for millions of years. Therefore, I had to figure something out to be able to manage the light that is entering my eyes because it's the eyes, it's, it's primarily the, the light that is entering our eyes that has the deepest effects on our endocrine system, our nervous system, and our circadian clock. And after doing a lot of research and seeing what I could do, I discovered about blue blocking glasses. And as we will uh, talk about more, I tried so many different uh, blue light blocking glasses in the market, and I wasn't experiencing the results that I was looking for. So after uh, finally consulting some world-leading expert in circadian rhythm and photobiology, I learned that we needed a system that is able to filter out the light in a dynamic way, because it's, it makes so much sense that sunlight is very dynamic, and it changes 
in the amount of blue light as well as in the color temperature as the day goes. And these frequencies of light and the different color temperatures act as very important information to our system that enable us to know what to do and that enable us to time everything to the right time of the day. And therefore, we came up with Vivarays, which is an advanced, we call it circadian light therapy glasses because it's very different than the concept of blocking blue light. And I'll explain more about this. But this uh, three-lens uh, circadian light therapy glasses is designed to filter out the right amount of artificial light at the right time of the day to create more alignment between the indoor lighting and the outdoor lighting. Yeah, and they're just beautiful products. Like I just, I can't get over, as soon as I opened up the package, which is, is this bamboo? Yes. Yeah, it's just like everything, there's no plastic. Um, the lenses are just incredible quality. So it really goes to show you the manufacturing that you've put into creating these glasses. And no, I'm not paid to say that, but yes, you did send me some glasses and they're just by far the best quality ones I've ever found. Also, when you're talking about us being light beings, it might sound a little bit woo to some of you, uh, maybe not so many of you who are regular listeners here on the show. But what I did while you were speaking Rudy was actually get my BioWell device. So this is a piece of technology that a lot of European uh, healers and practitioners use. And what you do is you actually put your finger in here and there is a Kirlian photography plate inside here. And what it actually measures is you put your finger on this plate and it just has to be just so on this glass plate. And what it does is it actually captures the light coming off of your fingertips. It captures the different qualities and amplitudes and vectors of the light, which is basically uh, packets of light are called photons. And it's actually coming off your fingertips, which is so fascinating. And you almost can't really believe that this is true until you actually can quantify it and measure it as a researcher myself, you know, as a huge nerd, I want to be able to, okay, is this really just woo or is there actually something to it? And it's just crazy the diagnostics that you can get from this device, it will literally show things up in your field and gives you a readout of your human biofield, which is just incredible. Uh, you might think of it like the aura, but it's slightly different. And I remember one time I did a test on myself and the right jaw pain was coming up. And I didn't feel that pain until about a week or two afterwards, which is very fascinating. And to also add to what you said about the fact that we are light beings, 70 to 80% of our universe is dark matter or space or the space in between. We're not solid physical beings. We do not live in on a solid earth. Most of what we see and interact with is space. And so what is interacting in that space is a lot of times light as being the messenger, photons, ions, electrons, protons all these different things, all these different fields about us. So that's why I love to talk about here on the show, ways that we can optimize this whole body, mind, spirit, and energy, sort of like quadfecta, if you will, that really makes up who we are. And what you mentioned before is when you were working on that farm in Quebec, you were living a more grounded, enchanted type of lifestyle. Now I do take up 
point to get out of the house and get out of the city. I live in a very small island, though, uh, which with very small city, but still there's sounds, nervous system stimulation, cars, dogs, traffic, you know, all of the stuff. And I really need to be in that more enchanted way of living closer to nature, getting that natural sunlight. It feels so good here to be able to bathe my entire body in sunshine and, you know, I have supplements and good skincare products, a good sunscreen for when I need it. But, you know, getting that sun on your skin and getting that light on your skin is really, it's really uh, important. And what you mentioned about then when you came back to the city, we're almost like programmed to behave in cities in certain ways. So you really notice that contrast and that duality of this natural way of living to this artificial way of living. And so many people these days, they just don't know how good they can feel until they get there. And they're like, wait a second, how do I hold on to that? Or wait a second, is there more to learn and unpack and be in this more natural way of living? So just think about for a second, all these kids glued to their devices as well. And this blue light, this artificial light, not to mention the EMFs, the non-ionizing radiation that's emitted when they're connecting to the internet, and maybe they have a Bluetooth headset on as well. These poor kids, every aspect about them, their neurotransmitters, their hormones, everything that's going to be related to their development is being impacted. So if you're listening and you got some youngsters Get them off the devices and get them outside. Sure, sometimes we want to distract them while you do this, that, the other thing. Uh, but maybe even give kids some blue blockers and make sure when they're on a device, it's on airplane mode and they're not using things like Bluetooth anywhere around them. The impacts on artificial light and non-ionizing radiation on our youngsters is kind of yet to be determined. We're kind of the test subjects <laughs> right now. Do you have anything to add to that? Yeah, absolutely. I love what you said there. And to add to the E equal MC square, that light is continuously being transformed into matter as it slows down. We actually have a very unique substance in the eye that is only present in the eye. It's called the vitreous EDI. It's composed of acid and collagen. And this very unique substance role is to slow light down as light enters our eyes. And through this light, we are being recreated with new life every single day. We now know that all of the neurotransmitters and hormones are actually being programmed by the, by the light that is entering our eyes. In other words, light literally creates reality. And through this light that enters our eyes, we are able to create a model of ourselves in space and time. And... And through this model, we are able to perceive ourselves, our loved ones, and the environment. So it's absolutely important when we are speaking about adults and kids to be very mindful about the quality of the light that enters our eyes. Because we really need to ask ourselves, what type of reality do we wish to create for ourselves? And if we truly wish to create a reality of truth, of enlightenment, of abundance, of success. We must be working in harmony with the universe. And there's a reason why the sun shines every morning on us and on every biological species on earth. And there's a reason why 
the, this most nutrition, nutritious, powerful light has driven our biology and the biology of animals and plants. And we cannot replace this nutritious light by energy efficient lighting that are not taken in consideration how light interact with our biology. And to add one more thing to this, there's a sentence that I truly enjoy. In vain, we build cities if we don't first build humans. And this is exactly the nature of the problem that we are facing today. We are building immense technology that is operating on laws of nature that are vibrational technologies without first building humans' consciousness and humans' understanding of the causes through which those technologies are being emerged. And if we continue down that rabbit hole of building only cities and only technologies without paying much attention to building humans, building our relationships, building our connection to the universe, in vain we build those technologies because we're going to destroy ourselves, literally. What is it like for you being, you know, you and I both, Rudy, were kind of in this point, human bifurcation point. Lots of people are, you know, choosing to live in the matrix in this more artificial world on their cell phones all the time. I deleted Instagram. It was the best thing I ever did. <laughs> well, not the best thing I ever did, but really, really up there because it's awful. Like looking at your phone, thinking that that's your reality when, wait a second, you know, there's everything else around here, too. So being at this human bifurcation point where many of us, Rudy, and the listeners here on the Rachel Varga podcast, I love you all so much. We are kind of the odd ones out right now. But really, we are tr quite simply trying to follow the most ancient ways of living and not get wrapped up in this artificial way of living. So what is it like for you? I, I know you left Canada not too long ago, but but what is it like for you to be kind of a little bit different than the rest and really being aware of modulating your environment so that you're not impacted by the detrimental health impacts by modern technology and convenience-based technology? What is it like for you to be a little different? Yeah, absolutely. To be honest, at first it was torturing and I felt lonely I felt sad I felt like I don't belong however diving deeper in the process of getting to know my true self I have learned to embrace my uniqueness I have I have learned to embrace the light that I bring forth to the world and I believe that each and every one of us need to learn how to embrace this light because this light within is uniquely yours and you bring forth to the world and every and each one of us is waiting for your light to complete the union of understanding the puzzle and by trying to fit in by trying to be like everyone else by trying to shut ourselves down and not speak our truth we're not really serving ourselves, but we're not also serving our loved ones. We're serving no one because this truth that needs to be spoken through you will only come through you and we all need to hear it. And the unique you is only you. Like there's no one else in the world that can be you. So don't, don't try to be like everyone else. Don't try to shut down your light just because people around you have made a 
unconscious commitment with themselves to shut their, their light down. At the opposite, think the think inspiration, think motivation, and think that when you bring your light forth, when you truly stand out for what you truly believe in, when you decide to shine your light and move forward, regardless whether everyone around you agrees or disagrees, you will undoubtedly uh, inspire all of those who are needing that inspiration to start taking a step and to start speaking up and to start simply being themselves. Yeah, not all of us have that capacity. There are some of us that are better suited for being encouragers, being teachers, being innovators. Like I'd say, you and I, Rudy, are both more kind of in that category, which is fine. Not everybody could show up on camera here and speak their truths and be a little bit vulnerable. Like it, it you know, it's there's some work there for sure. But the, yes. the crazy thing about our bodies and emitting light, the highest light emitting portions of our bodies are our hands and in particular our um, fingertips, our index finger, middle finger, and our faces. So I just find it very interesting over the last little while, uh, different things have been used to modulate our faces, if you will, if you choose to wear that or not, that's not what this discussion is about. But the bottom line, our faces emit a lot of light. And by stifling that, uh, there's a lot of other things that are impacted. We we lose our sense of communication through nonverbal communication, not only through expression, but the quality of light that our faces actually emit. And this is actually measurable through something like Kirlian photography. And uh, I don't know if you ever heard this song, but I used to sing the song growing up, This Little Light of Mine, I Gonna Let It Shine. I used to walk around in my gumboots and you know, this crinoline skirt in the backyard. And I would just, I would sing that song. And so some of us, if we choose to listen to kind of like those inner niggles, we can build incredible lives and we can build a life that is better suited to us. And what's really cool about you, Rudy, and some of the other amazing guests that I have on the show, not only are you creating a company, but you're creating a company that helps people and you're creating a company that helps people that then allows you to help yourself to allow you to live the life of your dreams. So great job. And it's just been a pleasure to hear you speak. So I'd love to get into a little bit more about blue blockers because it's kind of like saturated. You can buy these cheapo blue blockers on Amazon, eBay. Yours is like a whole other level of quality. I'll tell you that much. So why do most blue blockers not work? And why do most prescription lens coatings not work either? Yes, that's a great question. And I'd like to build some foundation around the whole topic of blue light. We need to start looking at light as one of the most powerful nutrients that fuel our life and every biological species on earth. And there's just like when, you, when you're eating food, let's say, every vitamin and every mineral is equally as important. There's no one mineral, there's no one vitamin that is more important than the other. Similarly, when we, when we think about light frequencies, every frequency of light is equally as purposeful and as important our biology. Now, we all know that if we overconsume a mineral, it creates toxicity in our body. However, also overconsuming a frequency of light 
will also create toxicity in our body. When we speak about light, it's always about knowing when to get the right type of light at the right time of the day and when to avoid the wrong type of light at the wrong time of the day. So anytime we speak about blue light, I don't want people to think that blue light is bad. In fact, there's a biochemist back in the 1930s who published phenomenal studies. His name is Albert St. Georgi, I believe, showing how different hormones and enzymes in the body that are related or that play the role, a very essential role in metabolism and processing food are activated by different light frequencies, so much so that they become 500% more effective. And the blue light frequency during the day is one of those frequencies that are essential for activating those enzymes. And that's only one very small effect of how light interacts. Now, having said that, blue light is not good nor bad. Blue light just is like anything else in nature. And its effect on us will depend on the time of the day we are exposing ourselves to it and whether or not it's balanced and proportionate with the other frequencies of colors. So let's break this down. During the day, we need a lot of blue light. And this is, this is, this is a topic that is very interesting because I have heard so many different experts telling people not to block blue light during the day because it's a very important color. And why this is very wise it's also missing. And the problem with missing things is that oftentimes half-truth leads to a full lie. And here's how it happens in this specific case. When we say blue light is good, yes, if we look together at the spectral curve of sunlight, and anyone who's listening right now could go to Google and write spectral curve of sunlight, they're going to see a full spectrum of invisible light, of UV light, which we don't see in our, with our eyes. And then all the seven colors of the rainbow extending from blue with the highest frequency to the red with the lowest frequency and then infrared. And this, this emission of sunlight is absolutely balanced and proportionate. And exposing ourselves to that blue is absolutely important because it resets our circadian rhythm, it stimulates, uh, it enhances our moods. It does so many great things that we need during the day. Now, the problem happens when we expose ourselves to blue light from LED bulbs and screens. Why is that? Because if you do the same thing and you research the spectral curve of an LED bulb, you're going to see that it actually peaks at 455 nanometer in wavelength in the blue. So it's not even rich in the whole blue light. It's only a small narrow peak in the blue that is not balanced and proportionate with the yellow, orange, and red. And there, we have seen great studies showing that this 455 nanometer wavelength in isolation increases inflammation and reactive oxygen species. It also stimulates our nervous system or overstimulate our sympathetic nervous system without getting the proper um, balanced stimulation of the parasympathetic because the curve is lacking the colors that stimulate our parasympathetic nervous system. And therefore, it creates this over-sympathetic activation leading to anxiety, stress, and therefore aging, because that, that is what aging is. 
inflammation leads to aging. Overactivation in our nervous system in the wrong way leads to aging. On the other hand as well, uh, Dr. Fritz Holwich from Germany in the 1970s showed that sitting under those blue lines during the day that are not balanced with the other colors increase our stress hormone cortisol and ACTH in abnormal ways. And like basically when, when, when this is going to happen, it's going to sabotage all of a lot of different processes. As a small example, let's say, just for people to understand more, the master sex steroid hormone pregnenolone, which is produced by our mitochondria during the day after we expose ourselves to morning sunlight, is meant or is the primarily substance from which we produce cortisol, but also we produce the youth hormone, estrogen and pro uh, progesterone. And when we are sitting under unbalanced light, the mitochondria perceives it as a threat somehow, and it continuously diverts the conversion of pregnenolone to uh, youth and sex hormones from that pathway to more cortisol and to more stress hormone. So to wrap this up, yes, blue light is good during the day. However, it needs to be balanced and proportionate. And when we are sitting in front of digital devices and under LED bulbs, like I am right now, I would be wearing glasses like this. Now, what's the difference between our glasses and the optometry glasses, let's say? Optometrists, um, they sell a tint for blue light that is clear. And after testing that with our spectrocolor mirror and testing hundreds, we saw that all of these clear blue light blocking glasses, they block blue light up to 420 nanometer in wavelength. And the problem is that LED bulbs and screen they start their emission at 4.30 and they do not emit any blue light below 4.20. So it's useless and it's not going to protect your eyes and your mitochondria from that toxic light. On the other hand, we have seen a lot of yellow tinted glasses that are also advertised to be worn during the day. And those block 100% of the blue light at 4.55 nanometer. Now, what's the problem with this? It's reductionist. It's eliminating a color whatsoever. And in the process of doing this, it eliminates a lot of the blue turquoise at 480 nanometer, which is a very important frequency because this frequency is the frequency that most stimulates the protein melanopsin in the eye that signal to our brain that it's daytime. So we don't want to be eliminating this color. We need to balance it and make it more proportionate. Therefore, the daytime glasses for Viva rays were carefully engineered to reduce the sharpness of the 455 nanometer and make it more balanced and proportionate with the yellow and green. And with that all being said, this is a great step toward moving to balance. However, it's not absolute balance because those glasses will not make the light absolutely perfect like it is outside. And what do you need to do with that? You wear those glasses when you're indoors and you have no control over your lighting. And you commit to yourself to take sun breaks every two hours or so, so that you get that refreshing sunlight in your eyes. Now, I could move and start talking about the second half of the day and the evening and nighttime technology, but I'm going to pause a little bit. Maybe you have some comments. I'm just taking it all in. I know when to be quiet when I'm in the presence of someone who knows a lot more about something than I do. 
But some of the things that I do to make sure that I'm getting natural sunlight in throughout the day is actually when I'm doing my skincare routine, putting my makeup on, doing my hair, I've positioned my washroom to accept and receive that beautiful morning sunshine. And then what I'll do is I'll take my coffee or my protein or my fabulous golden elixir, golden elixir collagen is so good. Email me if you want some info at rachelvarga.ca. And I'll go barefoot on the ground, maybe do some watering outside, feed some of the animals that hang out on the property and just get that grounding in and get that natural light in. And then what I'll do is, you know, at lunchtime or whatever, I'll take a little bit of a break, go outside again, barefoot. So I have to go pick up the mail or some packages or whatever. If I have to do something outside, I'll make sure I actually do it barefoot. And also without glasses or contacts, because yes. contacts typically have filters on them too. And so do glasses. <laughs> so I might not be able to see exactly where I'm stepping. So hopefully I'm not stepping on anything sharp, but live a little dangerously uh, if, if it's good for you. And so those are some easy ways that I get access as, oh, doing uh, cold plunges in the evening and doing what's called sun gazing is a really great way yes. to segue into some of the things that can help us with our circadian rhythm balancing so that's what i do in the morning really easy to do you can start doing it too but what about in the evening how should be we wind down and then of course which lenses do we flip through as the day goes on absolutely i love what you said there because those are easy ways that not not all of us could think about right away when we are trying to wire something new because we often tend to get overwhelmed so you know finding any way where you could get more natural sunlight whether you're indoors and you're in the bathroom putting your makeup maybe open with the windows and this is very important because some people expose themselves to sunlight behind windows and what they don't know is that windows all of the windows they have filters on that distort the frequency of sunlight and make it make it really um, much different than what it's meant to be. And there's um, there's some studies even showing that this distorted frequency of light may cause cancer actually, because it's really as a as a small example of how this happens. Most uh, uh, windows they filter out all of the UVB. However, they allow UVA. And UVA and UVB, they're meant to come together because they balance each other out. Fascinating thing is that UVA is actually meant to regulate how much vitamin D we are making from UVB so that, we, so that we're not overproducing the hormone vitamin D, which could become poisonous. And this is how our body naturally could uh, overcome this process. Now, when we are sitting behind windows that, that enable UVA without UVB, we're actually depleting the levels of our vitamin D. Also, most of these windows, they filter out about 90% of the infrared light. And anytime we're exposed to UV frequency, the opposite side of the spectrum, which balances it out, is the infrared light. And it needs to be present in order to increase our absorption of UV without burning. So those are absolutely important to think about during the day. Now, we have spoken about a blue light being not good or bad, and uh, its effect on us will depend on whether it's balanced and proportionate, which we spoke about in the first half. And we said also it, its effect on us will depend on the time of the day that we are exposing ourselves to it. 
So we spoke about the first half of the day. Now the second half is after the sunset. And after the sunset, there's no such thing like blue and green light in nature. Those high frequency uh, light are only present when the sun is out and they're very stimulating because they are meant to, do, to be so, so that we are in our, our active mode, so that we are productive, creative, and doing active things. However, as soon as the sun sets, those melanopsin, the protein in the eye, start sensing the darkness or the absence of blue and green light frequency. And it sends a signal to the central clock in the brain to inform it that it's time to start winding down and prepare the body for restful night's sleep. And this is when all the melatonin that we have produced in morning sunlight will be actually released into our bloodstream. And what most people don't know about melatonin is they think of it as the sleep hormone. However, it's much more than that. It's the highest antioxidant in nature. It's anti I had a doctor prescribe melatonin for me to oh, no. you know, support immune health and all sorts of things. Oh, right. it's like, make sure you're getting melatonin alongside your magnesium and things like that. And I, I actually have a, a great product that kind of combines that melatonin with a bunch of different cofactors. But it's kind of nice because uh, melatonin had a lot of flack, especially from endocrinologists. They're like, don't don't take melatonin. But it's just the way that we're living now. We almost do have to somewhat supplement it. But uh, what's your take? So, yeah, I'm, I'm really not with the idea of taking anything that exogenously that we could make endogenously. And the way we make mel melatonin endogenously is through morning sunlight. And what most people don't know is that UVA frequency, when it, when it shines in our eyes, it actually gives enough energy for the natural uh, conversion of the amino acid tryptophan into melatonin. And that's where actually we, we are able to make this melatonin. However, this melatonin will be stored and it won't be able to be released in our into our bloodstream until the a central clock signal to our pineal gland that it's getting dark outside. Other, in other words, in the absence of blue and green light. And therefore, this is where the evening glasses come in handy. Because let's say you're someone, you went and you watched the sunset, you come back home. Most, most of us will come back home and they are exposed to the second sun from the devices and from the LED bulbs. And the second sun is very destructive because it will destroy all of the melatonin that your body produced during the day in morning sunlight, but not only destroy it, it will also delay its uh, release into our bloodstream, which will make you feel wired and stimulated. It will increase your cortisol level at the wrong time of the day, and you won't be able to produce enough growth hormones at night while sleeping. There's, a, there's an important process that happened that when melatonin rise actually, leptin, the, the hormone that is stored in fat tissues, travel into the hypothalamus in the brain and it upregulates the thyroid hormone. And this means that it's going to increase our metabolism and our natural ability to burn fat at night while sleeping. And also when growth hormones are released at night and regenerative hormones, this is the most important process through which we fight aging and we maintain longevity. And those happens through autophagy and apoptosis, which is simply put, autophagy is like if you have a car, you're going to buy uh, new parts for this car. 
So similarly, the cells will clean themselves at night. It's called autophagy. And apoptosis, it's called cell death. Or, uh, you know, if you're doing, dealing with a car, you're just throwing away that car and buying uh, a, a, new, a new one. And when, when those two processes, cell death and, and cellular cleaning, cannot happen efficiently at night, we, start, we cannot get rid of all the toxins and all of, all of the materials in our cell that do not serve us anymore. And this causes aging. And all of this is tied to the light entering our eyes after the sunset. It's the primary signal that enables melatonin to go into our bloodstream and activate all of these different processes. So therefore, coming back from the sunset and we go into an artificially lit environment, it becomes very important to wear glasses, like the evening glasses that are designed to block all of the blue and the highest frequency green only. Now, why the highest frequency green only? Because we designed those so that you can still run your evening activities, drive, go to the mall, see friends, and still be able to function without feeling very sleepy. And the idea of it came from the bonfire because it's exactly designed to mimic the color temperature of a bonfire. And we all know that being around a bonfire at the beginning, we feel mellow, we feel relaxed, yet we have enough energy to Mesmerizing. Right. Totally. It's getting back to that word that you used before earlier, enchanting. I love making fires. I'll like do a huge hike and then I'll you know sit down, warm up with the fire for the hike back, maybe make some food, warm up a little bit, stretch my feet. I love fires. You know, sometimes I'll have a little, you know, get together at my home, have a little chimney outside, cook some food outside. It's just beautiful. Why like sit down under all this lighting when you can be outside in the evening with your friends? But the, the super annoying thing is all these things in our lives or in our homes, our cars are crying out loud. Um, I, I wouldn't mind going electric, but every single electric car, I'm on the wait list for Cybertruck. I'm curious how that's going to turn out. It keeps getting delayed. But I really actually don't want to be exposed to all these EMFs in these new vehicles. Yes. And I also don't want to have this like huge screen glaring at me. So that's yes. why I actually like uh, like what I have is is an older Land Rover and it's great. It just has like little tiny old school uh, like analog uh, type of screen and it, it doesn't have any blue Love lights it. in it. And that's like the biggest thing for me is I don't like this idea of always getting, you know, a brand new car and, you know, having to pay monthly payments for it. It's like buy what you can afford. And also... You know, why buy something that is actually going to end up making you sick? So if you're driving from one spot to another and you have all these friggin' screens, you know, your dash is all blue light too. And sure, it can look super fancy and super swanky, but you're going to sleep like garbage. Your skin's going to be wrecked. You're going to have terrible sleep. You're going to get sick. Your antioxidants are all going to be messed up. So it's just this weird thing it's like we're presented as you know have nice shiny things but then actually they're making you sick and it's like the new iphone you can't even plug it in to charge it or like plug in a headset the whole thing is now done on bluetooth going to the older technologies are great like older vehicles you turn that key it is reacting to you it's analog as opposed to something that's digital that's constantly sending and receiving waiting for you to respond back to it it's literally always on for you 
So I love talking about this. And just quite simply put, the way we are being led to live is making us sick. And I can't just help but stop for a second that maybe this is kind of a plan to make us sick so that we have to take all these medications and so that we're kind of dumbed down a little bit. But here we are, Rudy and I over here and all of you tuning into the show here. We're just over here living our best lives. (laughs) I I, I like my life. I I think you do too. It sounds like it. I love it. (laughs) Absolutely. And you know what you're saying there about the lights. Yes, it's very accurate. And basically blue lights in general, increases our dopamine. But when blue light is not balanced and when we are chronically exposing ourselves to it, all of these dopamine hits end up depleting our own dopamine. And what happens then is most of the creators of technology, they want to make things shiny and interesting. And if they don't put that much blue light in it, psychologically is going to feel less interesting to us. So what they're trying to do is seducing us with this dopamine effect that is acting against our biology. And this is where we need to take a step back and decide for ourselves what is more important. And when enough or when um, many of us start waking up to those effects, then whoever is producing those devices will be forced to deliver a technology that is in alignment with our biology. But if all of us are dormant and we are buying this technology anyway, you know, the manufacturer is not going to change anything. And to add to this, there has, there, there's a, Dr. Samir Hattar is a chronobiologist. He published a few papers, very interesting papers, showing how very little amount of artificial blue and green light arriving at the eyes at night. They suppress the release of dopamine the following morning. They sabotage our memory and our cognition. And the studies showed that we are much more likely to wake up feeling unhappy and unsatisfied. It actually activates a center of the brain that is called uh, the habunula, I believe, which is the disappointment center. And all of this happens when we are exposing ourselves to the wrong type of light at the wrong time of the day, which is the light that all of us are bombarded with everywhere we go. And this is why it becomes absolutely important to take control over your light environment and, and also to have tools that will enable you to control the type of light that goes into your eyes. So we spoke about the evening glasses and how they mimic this fire effect about an hour before bedtime, we switch into the nighttime glasses. And as you can see, you could seamlessly transition from one lens to another with a snap, which, which I find a very cool thing because before I used to have to have three different frames and carrying them all around, which wasn't very functional. And this nighttime... And I'm yes. getting some custom prescription ones too, because that's my biggest barrier to wearing blue blocks is I have a hard time working on my laptop with contacts. I can't quite focus well enough. It's like a little bit too straining. So I'm thrilled to be able to get some high quality. Love that snap. So fancy. <laughs> some high quality blue blocks that actually Viva Rays that are um, prescription. So I don't even have to worry about it. I, I love it. That's great. Yes. Thanks for making an awesome product. <laughs> so excited to send you the prescription version and 
to hear your feedback afterwards. I'll give these ones to my hubby because when he travels and competes and stuff like that, like for sure when he's in airports and at these like huge events, conference centers, uh, hotel rooms, it's not the same type of environment that we have at our home and being in our home is more conducive to high performance. But then when you're in these other um, places, it can zap you. And he just competed against someone 11 years younger and like totally outgassed him in the second (laughs) and third rounds. And we've been doing lots of biohack and stuff with him. So good to see it pay off. But I'm curious for you, Rudy, how do we feel if we slack on living consciously? So just, you know, full transparency, when my hubby competes, I'm like a wreck the week leading up to I've been with him for like 11, 12 years, I've lost count. But it's always super stressful for me to the effect where I'm like up and I can't sleep as early. I'm up later. I'm on my laptop too late. I'm watching this and the other thing, you know, online shopping. We've all been there Um, learning about different things that we find interesting up too late. And I'm exposed to more blue light. And then what happens today, I just feel like my mood is so off. It might not seem like it, but I've been. I've been hella agitated today and just not feeling great. And it it seems to take like a couple of days for me to notice if I have slacked on my air, water, lighting and electromagnetics, it does take a little extra time for me to observe the impacts. And what is it like for you if you slack on your biohacking and living more consciously? Do you notice it like right away or a couple of days? And how frustrating is it? Yeah, absolutely. It's it's fascinating to see that when I'm living my optimal life in rhythm, which in my community and around my friends and family, I am very known as the rhythm man because I do so like my day is in the way I eat and the the timing of uh, when I go to sleep, when I wake up, those are very rhythmic to me. And they're continuously very consistent. And people think, oh, wow, that's boring. But then when I explain to people that it's only their train of thoughts that is making it boring because they haven't experienced it themselves. They haven't felt the inner exaltation and ecstasy of living in rhythm. And when I say in rhythm, it's the process in which every cell in my body is in rhythm with the universal heartbeat. And the universal heartbeat is continuously signaling to us through the rise and the fall of the sun and through other planets around us. We are connected to all things. There's no such a thing that is outside of us that is separate from us. And every cell in our body is continuously looking to find that union through the environmental signals. And light is is one of the most important environmental signals, but also the timing of your food is another very important environmental signal because all of your organs, just like any person who's involved in business know that there is a right time for everything and that when you are organized, you could perform all of these tasks at the right time and you could... Uh, you could be much, much more efficient than if you're doing everything at the same time. Your organs are also looking for this technology called rhythm, which is embedded in us when we know what to do. And when this happens, all of the functioning of our body become 
much more require much less energy and much less time and this i call the the effortless way because what is the effortless way it's the ability to perform any task that you engage with and uh, requiring less energy and much less time and this our body has mastered when they get the right environmental signal from light and from food so it happens sometimes that i travel or i move from one place to another find myself in the bus for seven hours not able to get the light that i want um, some other times i fall off rhythm because i'm a human and uh, this is part of the learning process of learning we're not perfect all the time totally it's it's actually it's through my imperfection that i find perfection because every time i go off balance and off rhythm that's an invaluable lesson to me to know what rhythm is i cannot know what rhythm is unless i went off rhythm and this is this is also to to say that there's nothing wrong with making mistakes with uh going off rhythm with uh, with feeling low and down however dwelling in those places and identifying with them is not going to serve you if you are feeling bad or what we call bad that's a messenger to you that you need to steer your ship the other way and ship start up doing ship things out, right <laughs> yes if start doing it. things in, in a different way so yes it feels awful to um to you know go off beat off rhythm however through that awfulness it's always a lesson to me it's always a learning curve that i tend to appreciate and accept as it is and make commitments with myself to um do things in ways that are conforming to the universal balance and rhythm i love hearing you speak you're so smart. I love having you on the show. I'm thrilled that we were able to connect through the Women's Biohacking Conference. What a great event Orshi McDonald put on. Rudy, do you have any closing words for today's episode? Yes. So I hope by this end of the episode, we now recognize that light is not something outside of us that we are light beings and light is the most powerful force that shapes and molds every aspect of our life. And if we now realize this, we have a responsibility because with power comes responsibility and comes also the natural compassionate energy in us to wanting to serve and wanting to teach and wanting to share with other beings. So I invite everybody to really be the agent of change. If you have benefited from today's episode, find one person at least and inspire them about the power of light and about the truth there is to light and, and the power that it holds. Share this episode with your loved ones and be the agent of change and inspiration. Very eloquently spoken, Rudy. One of the cool things, when I just don't feel quite right, and I have a podcast booked. I know I'm going to be meeting with some just incredible humans. It's crazy when you're doing things that light you up, like say, for example, with the work that I do here on the show and with my clients, I find it kind of just like 
picks me up out of that. It's like, okay, not feeling great today, Rachel, but it's just do your thing and you'll interact with some amazing humans and you'll come out on the other side. Um, the other thing, just to kind of tie this in the Higgs boson field, this was actually, so this is something we've been able to visualize. And this is the space in between, if you will. This is from um, through through technological advancements and detectors at the LHC CERN Large Hadron Collider. Uh, this was a, just a couple of years ago, actually. It was a really good TED Talk that our universe is on a knife's edge. That's what the TED Talk title is. You guys should watch it. It's pretty darn cool. And when we look up close at this field, what happens is it actually looks like a neural web or even like a mycelium network. And everything truly is connected. We're always sending and receiving. So be very careful who you're sending and receiving your energy with. Be very careful the shows that you listen to and the information and the entertainment that you're consuming. Make sure it is in accordance with you and also in accordance with living a high vibrating lifestyle and things that are going to optimize your body, mind, spirit, and energy. So Rudy, tell us how everybody can hang out with you, spend more time with you to get your Viva Rays. Be sure to head to the link in the description of this episode. Use promo code Varga for special savings. But do you have any cool offerings, um, guides, ebooks, other things to share with our audience before we go. Yeah, absolutely. So this might seem like new language, new knowledge, new information. And it might seem that it's going over our head because everything new that we expose ourselves to will first seem difficult or complicated. However, my invitation is to know that you can understand it and anyone can understand it. And the way we have learned anything in our life as kids happened through repetition, which I don't necessarily agree with as the only way to learn. It's one way to learn, and it's not the best way to learn, yet it's an effective way to learn. And now I'm tapping more into learning by internalizing the material that I study. So not only repeating it, but also closing my eyes and going inwardly and really feeling what that means to me in my life and trying to build my own experience from that input of information and therefore transforming that information into knowledge. But the reason I mentioned this is because it might be new information to you. And to learn new information, you need to repeat it several times. You need to have conversations with others around it. And this is exactly why we have written an e-booklet called Light, the Key to Mastering Your Sleep and Energy. And this e-booklet is very easy to read. Anyone can read it. Anyone can understand it. But best of all, after you read it, you're going to feel that you have the exact steps that you need to take in order to elevate your light environment to a whole new level of alignment with nature which is our mission in Viva Race. I'd love to see you elevating your light. I'd love to see you living a life that is more in alignment with nature because that's what I love for myself as well. And therefore, I love for every human on earth. So I invite you to download this free e-booklet. I, I guess Rachel will leave uh, a link to it. And you can also find it on our website for free. You can engage with us on our social media, primarily Instagram, where we share a lot of our educational material. Also, we share all of the podcasts that I go on, all of the blogs that I write, 
through our newsletter. So make sure you subscribe. And if you have any questions, anything that you'd like to understand more, something that inspires you that you'd like to share, feel free to reach out to us, send us a message. And I'm always more than happy to respond and to connect and to learn from you as well. Well, thank you so much, Rudy Nassif, for being on the Rachel Varga podcast today. I'm always interested in light because, as you said, light at certain frequencies can actually create reactive oxidative species, ROSs, on the skin, which creates inflammation on the skin cells. So that's why even if you're not outside, if you're in front of your devices, uh, you have LEDs in your home, you still want to wear your skincare and uh, cleanse the skin, moisturize the skin, maybe even use an antioxidant serum now that we're in the spring summer months for added protection. And then of course, a mineral only sunscreen. But I'm also making sure that I'm getting as much full body sun exposure as I can. I love to get fed by the sun. It's one of my favorite things to do, especially being here in Canada. Sometimes it's hard to get that natural sunlight, especially because we experience all four seasons. And sometimes it's hard to go barefoot outside. Sometimes it's hard to get that full sunshine on the body. So when you can, I just, I just absolutely revel in it. Well, I look forward to having you back on the show here, Rudy. And again, I invite everybody that's tuning in here to go to the description of this episode and through that link, you can get your Viva Rays and use promo code Varga. You can also use that link to pick up a copy of Rudy's free ebook as well. Have an amazing day, everyone. If you have any questions from today's session, email me info at rachelvarga.ca. And until next time, stay high vibe, stay radiant, and I'll see you again right here on the Rachel Varga podcast. <laughs>